Hey, good people. This is the Confessions of a Nail Tech podcast. I'm your host, Rashida H. Muhammad, nail tech affectionately known as Ra. I have so much to share with you this evening. Welcome. Let's get started. Happy Tuesday, everybody. I am just sitting here reflecting with my white tea. And this is actually pretty new for me. It's really good. (laughs) But I wanted to start out by saying thank you. Thank you for your support of the Confessions of a Nail Tech podcast. I truly thank each and every listener and person who has contributed to making my podcast what it is. I started it in April of this year after dreaming about using my voice and experiences as a nail tech to help inspire and to help educate. (laughs) Making you laugh was really just a bonus, you know. Laughter is the best medicine, and sometimes we all really need a good laugh to keep from crying because, whew, did 2020 kick your butt too? It kicked mine, but I kept kicking back. I'm sorry for getting a little emotional, but we all needed this year to happen. I feel like it helped us dedicate and decide what was the most important to us and what was not. And as excited as I am for new beginnings, that means that some things had to end. No, the podcast isn't going anywhere, but this is the final episode for this season. So, welcome. We did it, y'all. We did it. I wanted to use this time to do a recap, especially for my listeners. If this is your first time visiting me or first time hearing my voice, welcome, welcome. I'm so happy you found me. Be sure to check out the description for this episode for Confessions of a Nail Tech goodies and contact information. This episode is a recap of all the others. I'm going to try and give a brief synopsis of what was covered and also some pointers in case I missed something along the way. Again, I truly do thank you for believing in me. My listenership is way up and my audience is international with a wide range of demographics. And you, I, I am just, I'm honored, you know. I didn't have real expectations for this podcast. And I'll be honest, I probably shouldn't say that or put that out in the universe. But when I started this podcast, I was doing this for me. It was a way to document my growth, my journey, and just share it. I had no idea it would reach the people that it did, but I'm so happy it did, and I'm so happy you found me. So it's it's an international podcast and with a wide range, and it's just a tiny example of what the nail tech industry is. I mean, who doesn't enjoy getting their nails done? I started this season with episode one called Know Your Worth. I was working at a salon and felt taken advantage of due to many moving parts and wanting to help as much as I could. I say know your worth because sometimes we do overextend ourselves and expect to be awarded, award, you know, rewarded or compensated in the end. And sometimes that isn't the case. 
because while you were overextending and offering to do a good deed, it was only supposed to be that, a good deed. I understand in retrospect how I should have asserted my needs before extending my help and overextending my help. And, you know, <laughs> we could go on and on about how I was help helpful. So I say this to you. Know your worth and then add tax. Do not let anyone take advantage of your work that you put in. Because it's you at the end of the day. Episode two handled marketing yourself as a salon professional. I think the best tool that we have is social media. Um, there are so many different outlets and avenues to connect with your audience, your customers online and offline. Also, remember to carry business cards. I know I contradicted myself in that episode a lot with the business card talk, but recently I realized that certain demographics, you have to have a business card on you. Um, sometimes it's okay to just, oh yeah, check me out on Instagram. Oh, look at my website. But some people prefer something tangible. And it also just looks good when you are sending out your mailers or sending out your gift boxes or tabling at an event to have some business cards on you. Because again, we are still in the in-between. Um, I think I might save that for a later episode. But I, I refer to the um, young adults who were born between 90 and 95 as the in-between because we are the people who are in between old school and new school ways of things. So we still know how to use a rotary phone. We still know how to dial on an actual telephone. We know what an actual telephone is and looks like. And um, we also know how to iPhone and Snapchat and screenshot things. So I think um, for us, we are the in-between. So again, carry business cards. I'm going to start carrying business cards myself. <laughs> In episode three, uh, called Every Nail Text Nightmare, I tell you to be prepared for anything. The only thing constant in life is change. So trust your skill and trust the knowledge that is to come your way as you continue your work and your journey to learn as a nail technician. That is so important, you guys. After the boycotting and hearing a few derogatory remarks made about Asian-owned salons, I felt moved to research why the industry is dominated by Asian-owned salons. So in episode four, Why Are Most Salons Asian-Owned?, I highly recommended checking out the Nailed It doc by Adele Free Pham. Um, if you have PBS, you may be able to find it on there, but it is a wonderful documentary and it gives you insight, deep insight on why this, um, this industry is dominated by Asians. And as I researched, I learned why. Um, the history is triumphant. And to be honest, it lets you know that anything is possible. You put a group of people in a land where you don't know the language, you don't know the culture, and you make an opportunity for your family back home to come over and do the same thing, rinse and repeat. And you created an industry that is worth billions. So that's something to celebrate, okay? I'm not here to bash any culture, but I'm just saying we have to celebrate and really look at the history of things before we can determine or have an opinion. And this goes across the board. This reaches way beyond just nail technology. But I say this, to have a cultural bias, I get it. But we also have to do the work to research 
do your research. That's, that's super important. Take that with you moving forward. Um, I'm originally from Buffalo, New York, and I relocated to Atlanta, Georgia a couple of years ago. Oh, wow, I'm actually coming up on three years. It feels longer. I got here in 2018, but yeah, I, at January 2018, so I started 2018 here. Um, but the journey, it, it was worth sharing because I went through many obstacles transferring my license from New York State to Georgia State. And <laughs> when I tell you, after I submitted my funds and prayed, you just have to check out episode five, uh, moving to a new state and transferring your license. I also have an entire YouTube video with instructions as well as a blog post. I've included that in the link in the bio for my friends. Um, welcome, and I hope my advice helps you, so check it out. Um, I'm not too sure how it works internationally, so I know I have some Canadian listeners. Hello. Um, you all are still my neighbors. I'm, I'm just from Buffalo, so I understand. And um, we are, I'll actually, I have to look into that just for you. Um, just in case I have some friends who are coming over from Canada or Mexico or um, any other country who wants to continue to practice nail technology in the United States, I will look that out for you. So I'm going to mark it, I'm, I'm going to pin that for next time. So in, in season two, we're, we're going to talk about that. We're going to go global. Yeah, we're going to go global in season two. <laughs> um, and, oh, also, I have um, listeners from Jamaica, too. Let's, uh, yeah, I have listeners in Jamaica and quite a few other places, um, Ireland. So I'm going to check it out. And if you find yourself um, in the U.S. and you still want to practice nail technology, I'll look into how you can transfer your license. Um, to the U.S. and then specifically to the certain state that you're moving to or what have you. So that will be, that'll be something. Um, yeah, we'll see. I'm, I'm really intrigued by that now. <laughs> so um, in episode six, Surviving During the Pandemic, it covers creative ways to stay actively earning while resources may be limited due to natural disasters or a pandemic like the one we are experiencing now. I'm still finding ways but in this episode, I mentioned a few that are tried and true. Um, as I continued to reflect, uh, <laughs> I realized in episode seven, uh, my advice for incoming nail techs, some of the things I wished I'd known before becoming a nail technician. You know, it really does warm my heart when younger nail techs, or not even younger, just aspiring nail techs reach out to me and they say, hey, Ra, I found your podcast and I, you know, I love it. Um, I've subscribed, I'm listening, and it warms my heart because these things did not exist when I was an aspiring nail technician. And it really does warm in my heart that we have a platform that goes beyond just going to the salon and getting your nails done. I think with technology, we have made it possible to reach people we'd probably never reach if we just stayed in our hometown. I think also with these many platforms and what we're seeing now is a change in how we communicate. You know, most things are remote. We had to adjust just this year to doing everything 
through a plexiglass or through glass or through coverings um, or just online. So it does. It warms my heart that I have aspiring nail techs reaching out for advice and that you feel comfortable to reach out to me for advice. And I, I always want that. I always want that to be my mission and my purpose that aspiring nail techs or even seasoned nail techs feel comfortable to come to me and ask me questions regarding the industry. Um, I can't say that I know everything, but I know quite a bit. I've been in this game for some time and I've seen quite a few trends. Um, I'm just excited to share what I know and give back. That It just gives me so much joy to be able to do that. So if you are listening and you are an aspiring nail technician or a seasoned nail technician, or you're like me, you've been in the game for a while, feel free. I'm always open to have forums, discussions, speak on panels. This is something I enjoy doing. I, I love this. I've had this in me since I was a child, about six years old. I've been painting and drawing nails and designing nails since then. So please continue to reach out. Um, episode seven was near and dear to me because again, I didn't have this when I was coming up as a, as a nail technician. So in episode eight, I encourage you that you can have, be, and do so much more, um, which is dedicated to your hustle. As a nail technician, the salary is uncapped, meaning you can make as little or as much as you want to, and it really depends on your hustle. What strategies are you taking to earn more money in your space? Do you teach a class? Do you have podcasts? Do you speak at events? Do you sell press-ons? You know, the list goes on and on. And this episode is a really good episode for serial entrepreneurs like myself. Um, I'm always looking for ways to relate what I'm learning back to nail technology or the salon. It helps make what I'm learning um, it helps me to retain what I'm learning. It helps me to better understand it so that I can turn it and apply it to what I do in real life. I used to, I couldn't stand algebra. I'll tell you right now, I couldn't stand algebra. I couldn't stand certain kinds of math because I thought, what, when am I ever gonna use this? Until I actually had to use it one time. So I think it helps me stay engaged when I can apply what I'm learning to nail technology. So some things that are completely unrelated, you can relate them to nail technology in some you know, form or fashion. So yeah, that's a really good episode to listen to. Have quite a few things going on for your side hustles because again, um, if we ever get to a dry patch like this one or you know, heaven forbid um, the market crashes and people lose their jobs for real next time, just always have something as a backup. You never want to be in a position where if you lose your job, that's it for you. So no fear, in episode nine, I speak about self-care. Avoid burnout. This is a busy season for weddings, schools, moving, vacations, all that good stuff. So listen to this episode twice daily until you feel better. Because trust me, <laughs> trust me, it is very easy to get burned out. So we'll talk about the other episodes after this quick break.
I know this is the break right now, but I really need you to do me a favor. Go to my YouTube channel and subscribe. It is Nails by Ra. I'll include it in the description box for this episode, but do me a huge favor. Follow me across all social media and just show some support. Once you do, leave a comment and I'll be sure to comment back and maybe hit you up with some goodies from Confessions of a Nail Tech. All right, back to the show. And we're back. Thank you for tuning in and thank you for rocking with me if you're still here. I just realized I covered quite a bit in that first half. So we're going to keep rolling. (laughs) In episode 10, I talk about determining your price. So if you haven't known, um, I think I shared this in the last episode, that I did get accepted into business school. I will be attending Clark Atlanta University in the fall of this year. I will be a an MBA student. And I'm so happy. I'm excited. You guys just don't know. I've been out of school for six years, but I'm super excited to be going back. But um, a scholarship that I was applying for posed a question. It says, what challenges do entrepreneurs face? I thought about this one and immediately said, fair price determination. That was the most honest answer I had because I pay attention to how much I spend on products and then what I bring in when it comes to services. I also understand my demographic, so I charge accordingly, but fair. You know, although manicures and pedicures are a luxury, for some people it is a necessity. You know, it's part of their appearance, it's part of their brand. I know some personalities, um, I have a client who, she, she's a performer, so her nails have to be done. You, you, when you speak and you're at public events or you're at showcases, you have to be put together. So if your nails are janky or chipped or cracked, yeah, you, you want those things done. That is a necessity. It's a tax write-off too. <laughs> so I talked about, you know, determining your price, paying attention so that you're not selling yourself short. That was also something I caution you against because some people will try to make you feel bad for how much you charge. Don't let them do that. Someone else will certainly pay it. Um, in episode 11 which was the episode before this one, I talk about product knowledge. Get nosy with the products you are using. Research the chemicals and ingredients so that you are aware of what is being put on your client's nails and ultimately what's being put on your nails. If you're like me, you keep your nails done because it is free advertisement. It is free to just keep your nails done, keep your toes done because someone will ask you, and I have been asked, many times. That's actually how I, I've received quite a few clients that way. They say to me, your nails are always so nice. I do them. Oh, really? And they're shocked. But I show them my work and clearly they can see my work. I'm walking advertisement. So keep your nails done. But it's important to know what you're putting on yourself as well as your clients. Because again, if you use some of these things outside of the directions, it can be very toxic to your health. Um, Recently, I was introduced to NSI by Gloria out of Pennsylvania. Shout out to Gloria. I think I've shouted Gloria out almost throughout this entire season because she found my podcast and has really been a virtual mentor for me over the last couple of months. But she told me about NSI when she saw that I had been using um, ANC. It's a dip powder resin solution for your nails. And I'm inclined to try out the other brand now. 
I haven't had a chance to, to research it, but I like what she said about NSI, that the fumes are lesser and there's no, um, there's no resin, I believe, for the NSI um, when it comes to dip. And it, it seems to be just as sturdy. So I'm trusting what she says because she is also uh, one of the first educators out of Pennsylvania for nail technology. So kudos to Gloria. Check her out. Um, she is the PA nail artist on Instagram. So again, check out episode 11, all of the episodes. Again, if this is your first time hearing my voice or first time checking me out, thank you. Welcome to Confessions of a Nail Tech. I say all of these things to say thank you. I thank you all so much for tuning in and the responses have been so heartwarming and welcoming. As I record this final podcast episode for season one, I'm reflecting on what this year has already taught me. That even in my seven years in the industry has yet made me face This year has tested my creativity. Yes, I'm a nail tech and borderline an artist. However, I mean, 2020 truly tested what I can do when I had no other option and faced with obstacles after obstacle. And I started this year out continuing on a quest to become a brand ambassador to use my platform to educate students, techs, or even non-professionals how, on how to um, care for their nails and apply enhancements if necessary. And I noticed that one of the videos I had done um, last year received over 1,200 views on YouTube. And this was... Um, The video was recorded in October, but when the pandemic hit and people couldn't get to the nail salon, that episode itself boosted. It went high, sky high. And one day I was just looking at the analytics and I said, what in the world? And I clicked on it and saw so many comments. and And this is a time where I wasn't really heavy, heavily promoting my YouTube at all. So I set a goal and accomplished it. And I hope that you are too, because 2020 is still perfect vision and I hope to see you all again this fall. Also, the tea that I'm drinking is Touch Organic. It is a white tea. It's really good. It has uh, the highest antioxidants. I think I'm a fan. I wanted to plug that really quick. So uh, check out Touch Organic. So continue to learn. And as the president of my new school always says, be an agile learner. On this break, please subscribe to my YouTube channel. My goal is to reach over a thousand subscribers by the end of the year. I'm currently at 41. So if you hear this and you've made it to this end of the episode, I really appreciate if you would check out the description box and subscribe to my YouTube channel. You can check out Nails by Ra. Also follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Nails by Ra, all one word. 
and be sure to visit my shop at teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash nails by Ra for your confessions of a nail tech face mask and t-shirts. I put it out there for you, so go, go get it. <laughs> I thank you all from the bottom of my heart. This has truly been an amazing journey. Now let's get ready for season two coming this fall. Email me some topics you'd like covered at nailsbyraw at gmail.com. Until next time. Thank you for tuning in to the Confessions of a Nail Tech podcast. I've been your host, Rashida H. Muhammad, nail tech affectionately known as Ra. Make sure you tune in next week, Tuesday, for our next episode. Looking forward to hearing from you. In the meantime, subscribe to the Confessions of a Nail Tech podcast and make sure you stay in the loop by following me across the board on social media at Nails by Ra. Also visit me at www.nailsbyra.com. Until next time. <laughs>